The Injured Senior Podcast is here to help. Like it or not, the senior and elderly population is vulnerable to negligence committed by medical professionals, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, pharmaceutical and medical device companies, insurance companies, and everyday individuals and businesses. Your host, Steve Heisler, creator of the National Injured Senior Law Center, has been advocating for seniors' rights for over 30 years and is bringing you answers to your questions. This is the Injured Senior Podcast. Good day to all in our injured senior and elderly community. This is Steve Heisler, founder and CEO of the National Injured Senior Law Center, and you are listening to the latest edition of the Injured Senior Podcast. For those of you new to our podcast, the Injured Senior Podcast is a show dedicated to discussing medical and legal issues of vital importance to the injured senior and elderly population, their families, their loved ones, and their caregivers. We are sponsored by the National Injured Senior Law Center, the advocates for the injured senior and elderly community. Injuries to seniors and the elderly can be devastating and rob them of their life savings. If you believe your injury was caused by no fault of your own, go to www.InjuredSeniorHotline.com or call 877-228-4878 to get some advice. They can help. So today, my friends, we have as our guest, Marsha Moran. She is the author of the book, Stroke Forward, How to Become Your Own Healthcare Advocate, One Step at a Time. Now, Marsha was living her life very successfully. Uh, she had uh, a very successful business, marriage. Uh, she was living life to the fullest. Then on March 30th, 2014, her life changed forever when she suffered a catastrophic stroke. She survived, and she's here today to talk about uh, her life-threatening experience and uh, how she is now helping stroke survivors and their caregivers to move forward during their journeys to recovery. She's also here to discuss how to become your own healthcare advocate when faced with a health crisis. Hello, Marsha. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I cannot complain. Uh, I, you know, we've talked off air several times, and yep. I know that you have a uh, a house up in Deep Creek, Maryland, which is up in the mountains. For all those who are not familiar with the state of Maryland, uh, when was the last time you were there? Was it during this uh, recent snowstorm? Yes, when I left, there was two feet of snow, so <laughs> it was uh, pretty tricky getting out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you need your own snowplow just to get out. Well, I want to thank you for coming on today. Uh, I want to get right in. I want to get right into the uh, to the show. So let's talk about the catastrophic stroke that happened uh, in 2014. Can you tell okay. our listeners uh, what happened? Yes. Yeah, so when I woke up that morning, I felt off. And I didn't know what was wrong, but I knew I wasn't going to make breakfast. So I texted my friend Rochelle to tell her that I wouldn't make breakfast. And I looked at my phone and I couldn't read it. I thought, that's weird. So I'll text her later, I said. I put the phone down, I rolled over, and bam, 
the most excruciating headache hit, and despite the pain, I fell asleep. And the next time I woke up, I knew I was in serious trouble because the whole right side of my body was limp, didn't move. So I rolled myself out of bed and dragged myself along the carpet using my hand digging into the carpet. And I made it to the door, which was closed, and I don't know how many times I struggled to open the door, but I finally got it. I took a rest because I was so tired. And I finally dragged myself down the hallway and ran out of gas. And is it, I knew is that when Jim, I think your husband Jim, is that when he uh, uh, kind of was alerted? Well, actually, I don't know what fell, but there was a crash. And he came upstairs to see what was going on, and he found me. And he said, Marsha, are you okay? And that's the point I realized I didn't have a voice. That's scary. And he asked yeah. me if I could talk, and I couldn't talk, so he called 911. And the first time we heard stroke was the time the paramedics came in, and they saw me, and they said, when did she have her stroke? And that was it. So had you had any prior symptoms at all, or were you, I guess, a candidate for a stroke? I'm going to say yes and no. So two weeks before I had the stroke, I had been eating popcorn at the movie theater. And we came home, and my blood pressure was really high. So we went to the ER, and they did nothing. They sent me home. Um, I had taken one of those pills you can take to keep your blood pressure down. And two weeks later, I had the stroke. So that could have been a message that I had something going on, but I didn't think about it. I mean, were you otherwise healthy, though? I mean, were you otherwise in, in good shape? Yeah, so I was um, lean. I ran three or four times a week. I had normal cholesterol. So it was just a fluke. And actually, I had a carotid artery dissection, which happens 1% to 2% of the time. And what they said was it was a fluke. We had no way of knowing that you were going to have this. So um, although 80% of strokes are preventable, this one wasn't. Okay. Um, what kind of stroke did you have? Was, there, was it an ischemic or hemorrhagic? Ischemic. Okay. And can you explain to our listeners who might not know the difference between the two, a little, a little bit about those two types of strokes? So, yes, the ischemic stroke is when a blood clot goes up to your brain. And a hemorrhagic stroke is when you have a brain bleed. Ischemic strokes are actually the more common, they happen 87% of the time. So um, I guess I am one of the lucky ones because I had it and I survived. Uh, I'll say, I mean, I read the book <laughs> and we'll get into the book in, in a moment. Um, now, one thing I read in the book is that when the paramedics got there, they did not administer TPA. Right. And 
I, I was still a little um, confused as to what the advantages of administering the TPA uh, as opposed to not and why okay. it was actually to your benefit to not have gotten it. So TPA is tissue plasminogen activator. And in 2014, they could give it to you if you would have a stroke three and a half hours beforehand. So when you hit the three and a half hour point, it was a no-go. Since I had my stroke when I was asleep, they had no way of knowing when I had my stroke, so it was no-go no for me. The interesting thing is that if they had given me TPA, I would have a second bleed, and that is what happens when you are out of the zone. So I didn't want TPA, and I'm glad they didn't give it to me. Yeah, that was a, a good call on their part. Um, yeah. So what kind of effects uh, did the stroke have uh, on you? Okay, so initially I was paralyzed on the right-hand side, and I got some a slight bit back that night in the hospital, and they actually took me for a walk around the nurse's station, and I say a walk because it wasn't really a walk, it was the nurse holding me up. Um, I couldn't walk really by myself. I was stuck in a wheelchair for a while. Um, the right arm didn't go up all the way. My le right leg stuck out when I was trying to walk. I couldn't speak. Um, I was dysphasic, which means I couldn't swallow correctly. Um, well, you couldn't swallow, but you also couldn't speak, right? I mean, and that's what yeah. aphasia is. That's what dis aphasia is, not being able to speak. Um, dysphasia is not being able to swallow. So you have both. Yes. Can you tell our listeners if they want to follow you on social media, what uh, the social media platforms are that you uh, are on? Yes. So if you want to follow me on Facebook, it's uh, Stroke Forward. If you want to me, follow me on Twitter, it's stroke underscore forward. And on LinkedIn, it's Marsha Moran. Great. Now, Marsha, uh, before we go, um, do you have one last piece of advice or maybe some uh, action steps, a couple of action steps that stroke survivors, uh, individuals with aphasia, they might take to heart or something that they could use to help their plight? You know, it seems kind of silly to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Don't give up ever. You can get better as long as you think you can. So I'm at 95%, but I'm still striving to be 100%. So don't ever give up. And I think that strokes, um, the caregivers, they need to be sure to take care of themselves because stroke is a long-term disability and you have to be there for the long haul. So you have to make sure you exercise, you eat right, you get enough sleep. You have to take care of yourself in order to take care of your stroke survivor. 
Well, that's good advice because we we have a lot of caregivers that listen, and uh, a lot of times people don't appreciate what the caregivers go through. So I'm really glad that you shared that. Uh, and by the way, uh, I'm hoping to meet you someday, Marsha, and I'm really looking forward to meeting Jim because Jim sounds like a heck of a guy. He is. Tell him I said hello. I will. Thank you. All right. So it was nice to have you on the podcast today, Marsha. Uh, keep fighting the good fight, uh, and uh, we'll check back in with you soon to see how you're doing. And uh, maybe you can tell us some more stories about uh, uh, your fight uh, for healthcare advocacy. Uh, and uh, we'll be real interested to hear what you have to say. Thank you so much. Injured senior and aging population, thanks for listening to today's episode. I want to again thank Marsha Moran for appearing on the show today. Uh, really a gripping story uh, and so glad that uh, she's really, really made it almost back to where she was beforehand. Uh, she says she's 95%, but she sounds like she's 100%. If you love this podcast, we would love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to. If you want to share your story, such uh, as Marsha just did today, uh, feel free to email me at steve at injuredseniorhotline.com or you can go onto our website at www.injuredseniorpodcast.com and leave a message. There's actually a little box on the homepage where you can just click it and you can leave a message, speak, and um, I will get back to you and uh, try to answer your question and see if we can have you share on the podcast. Until next time, my good friends, so happy to have had you here today. Hope uh, you enjoyed the episode. I am so looking forward to next week's show. Stay safe, and I will talk to you soon. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Injured Senior Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us at InjuredSeniorPodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To find out more or to get help at any time, visit InjuredSeniorPodcast.com or call 855-622-6530. That's 855-622-6530.